The Junk Food Podcast Network is proud to present this latest installment of Spoiler Alert Theater, starring the Knights of the Pod Table. This week on Spoiler Alert Theater, we'll be talking... The name's Bond. The game's Bond. That's right, kiddies. This week we'll be talking about 007's latest adventure in the new movie, Skyfall. So stay tuned and see what we think about the movie. And beware, there's tons of spoilers in this podcast. That's the only podcast where the intro is the first 10-minute segment. <laughs> good. Exactly. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Junk Food Podcast Network's All Things Good Nerdy presents Spoiler Alert Theater, starring the Knights of the Pod Table, and this week not featuring Dame Christie in the Skyfall session. With us tonight, Woo. let's start at the bottom of the screen. First off, we've got Anthony. Hello. Hey, we've got myself, Chris, of course. We also have our friends from The Elegant Weapon. How are you guys doing tonight? Excellent. And, of course, we have our good friend Josh also on tonight. we got quite the crowd. How you doing, Josh? Good, man. How are you? I'm good doing job. fantastic because we're going to talk some fucking James Bond tonight. Seriously, it's about time we talk some Bond. <laughs> you have to do the entire coming. show like that. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Sweet. Pash me the doobie. <laughs> Seriously, look, I flicked my bick and I farted, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> Oh, there's so many quality sound bites to rip out of this episode already. We're like a minute in. Like triple feedback going on here. Really? Uh oh. Yeah, because I'm finally getting everything looks good here. Yeah, we got. I got no feedback. We're not echoing this time. I can't. I do. I'm having so. I just heard myself say I have triple feedback. Like I'm having a real bad problem here. We can't hear it at all. At least. Are mushrooms part of the Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> I can't even keep up. This is hurting my head. Oh, wait. Colorado just made weed legal, right? Josh, you all right? <laughs> they're going overboard already. Apparently, they're damaging themselves over there. Yeah, you guys are made. You're not, you're not helping the rest of us here. <laughs> Josh, you might want to try bouncing out and then coming back in. I'll send you another invite. I think he gave up already. I think he might. Oh, there we go. Uh, I think um, we lost him, yeah. Maybe it actually killed his signal. That could be, too. But I'll send him the invite. As he comes back in, we'll start going again. But Skyfall, gentlemen. What'd you get? All right. This is the first Bond movie we had after, like, three years of God only knows what was going to happen because the studio went, almost went bankrupt at one point, and they are going, oh, I don't know if we're going to make this Bond movie. And finally the damn thing came out. And I'll, Just high level, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. What about MGM? you guys? MGM almost went bankrupt? The studio almost did uh, their movie side of things, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I, got... I think we're okay so far. You sound better. Okay, Josh is back. Welcome back, Josh. We can start talking again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was so horrible. <laughs> the movie or the... <laughs> the... The feedback I was getting, it was, it was ridiculous. The vicious sound loopage. The, lo- yeah. the loops from the hell, and I'm just gonna make the video go crazy as I talk right here. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, it was there something you go. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> what you just saw is what I heard, and it hurt my brain. Oh exactly. My I wish I no, I didn't record that. <laughs> I wish I had. All right, so Chris it. was just saying though, uh, you enjoyed it, yeah? Yeah. Overall, yeah. to me, it felt a lot like the old James Bond movies. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I enjoy all the James Bond movies, really, because of all the damn Thanksgiving James Bond marathons, the Christmas marathons. So, like, 
I've seen a bunch of the old ones like numerous times because it's almost like an unofficial tradition in my house that you have to watch James Bond during the holidays. Excellent. Which makes, makes sense. no sense for American holidays to watch a sh- movie about a British spy. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, really surprised by this movie. Yeah, uh, so was I, but no, I, I was surprised in a disappointed kind of way. Well, the last two were really good. You know, I really enjoyed them, and but I had no idea they were going to go in this kind of direction because they'd made such a stink and fuss about updating and rebooting, and they'd changed so much. And then this one, they all went right back to it. I mean, yeah, with some twists, but this one, the third one in finally, they start throwing back in your money pennies and your, you know. Mm. Funny enough, well, 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 you're, well, he looks lighter from the other ones. From the other, you know, the uh, the American spy that he yep. plays, that he's playing cards with. Yeah, he's in all the, he's in like a pile of the books. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and a bunch like, of the old movies too. Yeah. Oh, is he yeah. really? Yeah. Felix Slater's yeah. a character that's been around the whole time. Yeah. So it's those ones were actually, I think, more of like a getting back to. Well, Casino Royale was a book, Can't. right? Yeah, was. Casino Royale was the first book. The, the weirdest thing with this one, they did the reboot, though, is that they kept the same M from the James Bond movies. They kept Judi Dench in the role. I was like, she's good at it, but you're doing a reboot. Why don't you just start fresh? Which yeah, they kind of thought... did in this movie, finally. <laughs> Actually, so I, was, I was just watching the, the special features on Casino Royale with Making Bond and everything, and they said basically flat out, the I think they, was, they were talking to either the director or the writer, and they're like, you know, the new James Bond, it's a reboot. We're starting everything over. We're doing the younger Bond, but there's just no way when you have Judi Dench that you can say no to having Judy Dench as M, because she's just so damn good. Until you yep. kill her off in this one. <laughs> there you go. Fun. There's well, your I... spoiler, motherfuckers, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah like, seriously, did she die from, like, a gunshot wound to the hip? Yeah, I think so. Sounds like a liver shot, man. Yeah, you see those liver shot. punch in the liver and they drop and cry. You shoot them in the liver, they'll they'll bleed out. Yeah, she bled out. I mean, <laughs> she was bleeding for how long out there? I mean, it was like twenty yeah. minutes before she finally kicked it. Yeah, and yeah, she's she stoic the right to the, the end. Kitchen, was running all the way through the tunnel, across the moors, across the lake, and then over to the yeah. shed. That's because stoicism is a natural thing for the Brits. That's right. <laughs> Stiff up a lip. That's Stiff a nice fucking shed. <laughs> Her and Craig. Like, we're better than her and Brosnan, I thought, though. I really liked the chemistry between Dench and Daniel Craig. Yeah, I've really enjoyed Daniel Craig as Bond, and I'll be the first to eat crow on this, because at first, when he was just announced he was going to be Bond before Casino Royale, I was like, I don't know if I see him as Bond. And then 10 minutes into Casino Royale, I was like, oh, fuck me, I was wrong. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be, I thought he would have been good, and that's coming from someone that's read every like all the books. The books, do they ever actually describe his appearance? Yeah, he's supposed to have a big scar on his face. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, but so he's... Sean, you've actually read all the Ian Fleming novels? Yes. Ah, see, I've never read any of them. Yeah, they're actually, they're, they're not bad. They're, they're, some of them are actually very enjoyable, but, uh, yeah. Is he described I, as being, I, like, dark-haired or, like, Everything's descriptive, man. Everything like e- there's product placement in the books. Okay, so going against, so making. You know what I mean? Bl- like he has like his custom-made cigarettes made from here and here and here, and it goes through every fucking book to show you know, his like, his Ronson lighter. Every yeah, fucking book. Okay. You know. So, is having a blonde Bond going? Not just their interpretation; they're just flat out going against what the description of him is in the in the books. Which I guess uh, every movie would have if he's dude, supposed a to have a spy start, not right? changing his appearance. Yeah, that's true. Come on. Well, okay, like well, said, I have I have his zero. hobby's resurrection. 
Yes. Well, I have zero, like, well, bond to bond, and I thought it was a great flick, just as a movie. I mean, take the whole bond thing out of it. I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah, did you like the first two at all? The I haven't seen them. Oh, you haven't seen them. So this was, I, this was, I, we broke your bond me. cherry with this. No, well, Goldeneye really was the Bond cherry. Oh, but, Goldeneye. But that's the last Bond movie I've seen. God, I love I mean, that video game. Since since seeing uh, Goldeneye, I've seen what Octopussy and some of the some of those Sean Connery ones. I've stayed away from all the other ones though. See, I, I grew up. My grandfather was a huge Roger Moore fan, so I actually grew up seeing all the Roger Moore ones, like Moonraker and stuff. Moonraker, bitch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't James until Bond I got a little space. older. Yeah. Okay, so the for this movie, guys, uh, we've had Daniel Craig in three, right? This is his all third, th- yeah. All, all three yeah. open. All three of them open up with a chase. Did this one open up with a chase? Yeah, it on did. A fucking tra- on oh a yeah, tra- yeah, yeah. The train rooftop. Yeah. Yeah, he gets shot off the damn train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Which which ones did you guys enjoy? Most of all, out of those. Well, I least enjoyed the car chase, probably. Even though they're all good. Yeah, in uh, Quantum. In Quantum of Solace. Yeah, I didn't like the Quantum of Solace one either. Right. You didn't like that, too? parkour in the first one parkour was fucking was awesome. Dangerous, man. The, the yeah, parkour yeah. and the brutality in the first one. I mean, yeah. he's just so freaking brutal in that, just beating the crap out of that guy. I mean, that was awesome. Oh, yeah, the, the rope to the fucking Listen, nutsack. Okay, this, one, this one was my least favorite. Just from the just from him driving the fucking his scooter into the bridge. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just you, for the head, like the that fucking. You said something at that moment. What did you call it? You said this is starting to look a little uh, naked gun. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> it, it called back a lot to the old Bond movies. I thought where they had those over the top actions yeah. to do something. Yeah, so it well, almost but, felt like an homage to me. Yeah. It yeah, totally like was. it was like it was like we'd smoked our bullshit detector. So I watched it again today, and it didn't look as bad. Yeah. Okay, that car, uh, like, like when I, he finally pulls his car out, and they play the old school sounding music theme and stuff. Oh, that was that awesome. car is even in earlier movies. Is that car not in Doctor No? Like that was Sean Connery's car. Yeah. Right? They, yeah, that's they, they the old that. school Aston Martin, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's yep. a DB5. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was one of the, that was one of the throwbacks to the old Bond movies, and then uh, M's office at the end. They basically made it look like. M's office from the old movies, like the hat rack yeah. in there, the yeah, way the door yeah, yeah. looked and all that. It was a straight throwback yeah. to the old the Bond movies. Was, I love it. So they did a Star Trek to the Bond. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Of. Yeah, because we're like Money Penny sits and the desk leading into the double doors of the office. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I was. I instantly started the thinking about like the Roger Moore and the Dalton, the old ones. Yep. Yeah, totally. And the same thing. Uh, even uh, Ray Fiennes himself uh, looked like the old M. Yeah, well, you want to hear something mind blowing? Is that uh, the new M is Voldemort? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was funny though because I was watching the movie with my friend, and we were sitting there, and near the end, Bond's on the roof. He's talking to Eve, and I'm and I sat there. I went to myself. I go, hmm. They've done a whole bunch of homages to the old stuff. When are they going to bring back Monty Penny? And as soon as they open the office door and you see her hang her coat on the coat rack, I went, Monty Penny. They never said her name. They never. Well, they never said her last name. Yeah, right before she said that, that who she, that's who she was, I was like, this has got to be Monty Penny. This is awesome. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing as he went to sit down. So he's like, no, I didn't take a field job. I'm staying behind to work, you know, like an office job. I'm like, she's the fucking secretary. She's Money Penny. <laughs> I'm, trying to remember, I'm trying to remember if she was a uh, field agent first in the stories. 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't I read don't know. Never in the movies. No. Never in yeah. the movies. Because in the old school movies, so I'm not even sure she was an agent. I think she was just just the secretary. Just yeah, she, secretary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was just She's, the hot chick that James hit on and never actually slept with. Yeah, definitely. I love the one chick he wouldn't bang in the movies. Or it was the one chick that wouldn't bang him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which that was always pretty funny. Yeah, that was great. Well, Chris Brosnan and his money penny had a funny little tongue in cheek relationship. Who is who is his money penny? Oh, it's I that that uh, British actress who played uh, Tony Blair's wife in The Queen and stuff. She was money penny for the Pierce Brosnan ones. I, I can't remember her name for the life of me, but yeah, that was her. And I love Q. New Q was fantastic. Yeah, that yeah, guy was yeah, pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the Who call is that. Isn't that a Sherlock Holmes? Is it? No, isn't Sherlock no. Holmes uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, that's who oh, Sherlock yeah, Holmes is. He's who in the, Star Trek. Yeah, but the new Star Q Trek. isn't he a BBC actor? Could be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to remember, he was. I thought he was in something big lately, and Ooh, then they got him. He's got to be from something, whether it's not it's, huge or not. Yeah. Well, ben I like Shaw. I like how they've made it so that Q is more computer-based now because that's what the gadgets of today are, like computer programs and hackers yeah. versus having yeah. these crazy like watch lasers yeah. and shit like that. Like you said, what do you expect, an exploding pen? But dude, yeah. What, 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 yeah, but then they really only show, like, what was the biggest tech that they showed? Like, yeah, YouTube upload? That no, the radio he had transmitter. A, yeah, the radio transmitter. Yeah. It even looked like I loved how it led the little tiny antenna that, like, pulled up. Yeah. Hell yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was sweet. I don't recognize any of this stuff that the guy who played Q is in. Okay. Let's see. I love how he the first thing I recognize is Layer Cake. Yeah. I guess he was in Cloud I Atlas. Love... Oh, yeah? Yeah, minor part it looks like, because right. the name of the character is Cabin Boy slash Store Clerk. <laughs> yeah, Cabin Boy was its own movie, man. <laughs> I like how they finally... Uh, they actually, he says, I'm your new quartermaster. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, has that, was that in the books or anything? Have we ever known what Q stood for until he said quartermaster? I, I always assumed it stood for quartermaster. What would make you think that? Because that's who you get your shit from. Yeah. Oh, I, just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, warrior boy. Explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like a, you have like a, you know, a master at arms and a quartermaster. A quartermaster is someone that outfits like a battalion. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And, well, that's pretty uh, cool. What do you think M stands for, for then? M? I don't know. Yeah, no clue. That I never got. But the Miss Money Penny <laughs> from Brosnan is a Samantha Bond. Yes, yes. Which that's is right. just hilarious that her last name is Bond. That yeah, is. that's pretty awesome. How appropriate. Yeah, speaking of the Bond name, not enough. Tomorrow never dies and die another day. So like okay, that. so we speaking of the names, is this the first time his parents' names have ever been mentioned in a James Bond movie? In the movies, I believe so. They, uh, yeah, because yeah, they flat out. I think this is the first time they've actually shown any Bond history in the movies. Yeah, they never yeah. talked about wasn't there, where he wasn't was there from. a bunch of controversy or, or hoopla about their? that Bond is just a, a name they give to the agent, and this kind of proved that Bond is actually a person. So all these Bond-ish. movies have actually been him the whole time. That was one of the theories, was that yeah. it was like a Jason Bourne type name, where it's just given out to the next agent. It's or so that, funny that, yeah, that you guys that say Bond this. Bond was basically Doctor Who. 
whoever's 007 is yeah. James Bond, and that's why the actor keeps changing, which would make sense as well. But yeah, this time they actually show yeah. he's an actual character with history. Well, they also show you that, like, like I said, the guards can change, but the name stays on. Yeah. Well, are yeah. you familiar with Max Landis, John Landis's kid? He's a big script writer. Yeah, yeah. Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Chronicle's uh, fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, on the last episode of The Weapon was, there, I told a little story that he told about, uh... 25 minutes Captain. Well, yeah, you should hear him <laughs> tell it. It was fucking amazing the way I he told it. I just downloaded that and, Nerdist uh, episode. I'm gonna hear him tell it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. This guy's so manic and awesome to listen to. But he, uh, he did another one, and he was saying, I want to direct a James Bond. And picture this. Uh, I'll tell you this one quickly. <laughs> But he's like, it starts out, Bond is in M's office, he's being debriefed, and all of a sudden MI6 starts blowing up all over the place, you know? Yeah. And he runs, jumps out a window to escape or something, lands in the water, and all of a sudden there's yeah. his, he's getting shot at with machine guns, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Daniel Craig, he rolls over and he looks up out of the water, and it's Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan shooting at him. <laughs> and going with the theory that James Bond is actually just a title and a name that different people have held... These two X 007s have decided to go rogue mm. and fuck shit up, nice. and that was cool. his idea for a Bond movie. That would be that really cool. Would be bad shit, crazy, awesome. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't that be neat? <laughs> uh, here's your yeah. six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh, Max Landis at up at up to my knees on Twitter hangs out a lot with uh, Matt Cohen down in L.A. Who's the guy writing Geek, the comic book I'm coloring? Yeah, yeah, they were talking about that on the show too. Yeah, they t- actually they were mentioning when that came up, they were talking about what a nice guy Matt Cohen actually is. He seems to be. I had a nice like half hour conversation finally with him the other day. He's he seems like a really great guy. Dude, I can't believe you're so tight to the nest now. It's fucking close. <laughs> Dude, I'm coloring a comic. It's freaking awesome. Oh, that that's pretty great. awesome. Congrats. Yeah, that is badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. and it's Matt Cohen's comic too. Yeah, at Camel Toad. Yeah, if you want to see some funny shit of all the people running around L.A. just doing weird shit at night, follow at Up to My Knees and at Camel Toad. Those two get up to some weird shit some nights. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones are always fun. So, uh, can everybody say that they have a favorite Bond wait, movie? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, the, uh, okay. The, okay. The, uh, the song this time. Adele Sky we did, Adele song. Yeah, we, did the, we did the intros, now the song. The song. Yeah, what did you think of the song and like the intro to to James Bond? This one I wish it was more naked chicks. (laughs) (laughs) This one didn't have as many naked chicks. It ended. Yeah, it ended kind of crappy. But it was. uh, It wasn't too bad. I enjoyed it. I think it was pretty. I thought that was a staple of Bond movies was naked chicks at the beginning. It pretty much one or two in there. It it really did remind me of a lot of the older James Bond themes and like with the the. Actions going on in the opening credits, especially like the old Connery yeah. Bonds. That's what it yeah, reminds absolutely. me. This whole movie reminds me of the Connery Bonds. So. Yeah. I was gonna say that earlier, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I, that scorpion, that scorpion scene. That's all I know. That was so badass. The scorpion yeah. shot was freaking yeah. awesome. That scorpion yeah. scene was amazing. So, oh, just is, does that have any tie back to any other movies, or is that was that just fresh? No, that's that a badass cool. moment. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but not only does he have that badass moment, but then that badass moment is backed up by it. All of a sudden, it flash forwards to morning, and he's the only one left sitting yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah. He drank the yeah. whole fucking bar. Yeah. Here's a twenty and take a bottle. <laughs> yeah. <here's a> <laughs> and then realizes, oh shit, I got to go back to work. 
<laughs> he doesn't catch. You know, he doesn't go yeah. shave. He doesn't catch a nap. He just fucking hops on a plane. Bam, he's an M. Oh, and as yeah. they pan to him sitting yeah. at the bar, they do their product placement for Heineken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was weird that it was all VW and Audi. They paid for it, and it, was it was it uh, was it Audi was it Audi in the alley? It was Audi in the alley, right? Yeah, thanks. So. That black car that led up to the train chase. Uh, did you know so. he, actually, I didn't even think about that. Did he? He didn't actually drink a Heineken, did he? Yeah, he, he did, did when he was lying in bed. Oh, oh was yeah, that, yeah. That, was that one? With okay. the horse, oh, some next like, morning blood. They made such a big deal about the fact that he wasn't going to drink the martini in this movie, and then I'm sitting there watching it, and I was like, I don't even remember him drinking a beer. I guess, yeah, he yeah. didn't have a beer while he was in bed. He doesn't even, yeah, see, he doesn't there's even an, smoke. There's another part where uh, they're planning some stuff out, and M's number one guy, you know, her, like, assistant guy, mm-hmm. um, he was drinking a Heineken while they were just That's chilling. That's right. Yeah, I mean, Bond movies have always had product placement, and it's no big deal. But it's just fun to kind of catch some of them sometimes. Be like, man, you guys are really blatant with that. <laughs> You've never seen a Bond drink as much as this one does. Like, in the, and they actually like show it. Like, sure, he's have a drink, or he'll down a thing of scotch, or you know. But he was more of a ladies' man, and this one, he's a flat-out alcoholic maniac. Oh like, yeah. Hug. Well, and they talked about it too. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, failed his tests. Yeah. They're much more. They're much yeah. more flat out calls yeah. him on like his drinking and his drugs. Yeah, yeah. They're much more upfront about the fact that Bond is like half broken, basically. Whereas if you look at some of the Brosnan Bond movies and stuff like that, he's always just this suave, cocky, can do whatever. Where in the Daniel yeah, Craig Bond invincible. is, he's gotten the crap kicked out of him, and you can tell he's been beat the hell and back. Yeah. They finally showed him be vulnerable when it came to fighting. I mean, because even when he's doing the testing, his arm's shaking the entire time he's trying to shoot his gun, like he's almost afraid of it, things like that, yeah. and flashing back and getting shot. They made him human. Yeah, and then when yeah. he was, like, hanging off the bottom of the elevator and his arm was giving out on him. Yeah. yeah. I guess it makes it more powerful when, in the end, he, like, kicks everyone's ass. You're like, oh, man, he was broken. Now he put himself back together. He can be the bond we all know and love. Yeah, because he's yeah. not Superman. No. Yeah. He's just yeah. fucking tough. Yeah, when he dig- he digs the yeah the, the hypothermia the tough. out of his shoulder, He's hypothermia. Tough. He just slices himself <laughs> open. He's like, here, analyze this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like who was he giving that to? Just one of his, just one of his dudes, one of the MI six techies. Yeah, yeah, one of the. the gang- but that was techies. that was working for M, that was already working for M. Like M wouldn't have seen him working on that. He said, "Keep." He said, "Don't show her or something." No, right. it's for your eyes only. Actually, he said, "For her eyes only." Yeah, so he said, yeah. "For her yeah, yeah, eyes to know about it." Yeah, yeah. Her, uh, Javier Bardem was pretty creepy, eh? Oh, oh yeah, man. we we gotta talk about Silva. Silva was creepy as fuck. Who? Silva, the bad Bardem. That's the character Bardem. name, mm-hmm. Silva. Javier yeah, Bardem. Right. He's all hands on his knees and shit. I was just like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What well, makes you think, think this, this is, is my, my first, first time? time. Yeah. <laughs> he gets the great quips, the Daniel Craig Bond, especially if you go back to Casino oh, yeah, Royale and he's getting the, he's getting his nuts yeah. slammed by that knotted rope. He's like, to yeah. the left, to the left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, best, best Bond line ever in any of them. Well, that's because you know what I can do with my little finger. No way. <laughs> yeah. That was a good line. That was a good line. No, it's when the chick says, like, oh, my, you're all wet. And Bond says, no, yes, <laughs> but my martini's still dry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's fucking great. That's gold. Yeah. I don't know. One of my favorite. Like what movie? Like like, what movie is that? Which movie is that? Oh, it's uh, it's like like water skiing or something. It's a Roger Moore one. Yeah, but I can't remember which one. But uh, Josh, this is all the stuff I was going to be bringing up because you had mentioned before you saw this movie, you were never a Bond guy. You're never big into Bond. No, not at all. Like I mean, I've seen. I, I saw Goldeneye, and since then, I've seen a bunch of the Connery ones, but. Outside of, and even even watching those, I'm just like, what the fuck is this movie about? Yeah, like watching <laughs> Doctor No Now is just like, what the fuck? Yeah, the, well, the, it was more spy espionage. Yeah, but there's like some shit. great yeah. fucking ska in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then but right, the the 80s bonds were just like, dude. Like, there's like some fucking like ska dance going on. Oh in, yeah, like, no, Doctor No is fantastic. Uh, man. The but, first like, James. You... Oh, huh? go ahead. No, go ahead. The first James Bond movie in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. thank you. And just yeah. like in the first, in Casino Royale, when he's, uh, Daniel Craig has got the shorts on, the bathing suit, when he comes out of the ocean all buff and shiny, yeah. it's like the same bathing suit that Sean Connery was wearing in uh, Dr. No, pretty much. Like, they totally 60s styled it. I need to go back. I think uh, Casino Royale and, what is it, Quantum Basalus? Yeah. I think those are both going to be on TV this weekend. So I think They should uh, be. I do believe they are set. They're on a lot here, so I'm gonna yeah. give it give it a shot. You know, I, I I wish they were. What was the one I watched? Uh, uh, damn it! What's the one with uh, Connery? They're on a beach, and it just kind of. Uh, who is the bad guy? Doctor No. Doctor No. Doctor No or the man with the golden gun. Uh, I don't recall, guys. I really don't. But it just whatever yeah. movie it was, it just kind of stops. Like, there's no ending to the movie. The, and the credits just start rolling. I was like, yeah, sounds like Dr. No. <laughs> yeah, I think it could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. What the hell does, is like, this movie about? Does, like, Dr. does like James Bond, like, tape a hair up or, like, stick a hair on, like, his door and, like, the door frame? I don't recall. Something like that. Yeah. 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 When was Jaws' like, first appearance? Jaws. Was, oh, was Jaws ever in a Connery or did Jaws start? He was in the ones, I think. Was he just in the more ones? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Odd Job was. Never say never Connery. again. Fatima Blush. Oh, how reckless of me. I made you all wet. And James says, yes, but my martini is still dry. My See, name is so James. What Wait, never say never again? Never say never again. So yes. it is Connery. It's Connery, yep. Because that's that where he came line. back. That's what where I... he came... He was like old Bond. Like, that's like the third one. The... Yeah. No, that's from Russia with Love. Oh, I'm thinking books and movies. How many of the movies are actually after books? I think all the books have been done now. Yeah, all of them have been done now. They have to do original stuff. That's like, like Quantum was original. and Well, Quantum was a chapter in Never Say Never Again. Okay. Never... Really? Yeah. Now, you guys were talking about... But it was, a, it was a way different story than the movie, man. It was just by title. Okay. Okay. You guys were talking Bond quotes. One of my favorite ones is like in Diamonds Forever. When the girl looks at him, she goes, I'm plenty. He goes, well, of course you are. And then he looks at... He looks at her and she goes, Plenty O'Toole, and he goes, Named after your father, perhaps? <laughs> that is pretty fucking funny. This is my, I, this is probably my favorite one. I really liked Goldeneye, though, when they rebooted with Brosnan. It was well done. Because I remember yeah. when I was a young kid and the whole thing went on before Timothy Dalton took it up and it was going to be Pierce Brosnan and he was too contractually bound uh, to like Remington, Remington Steel, Steel and stuff. 
Nope. But everybody in the world thought it was the most really? perfect casting in the world. That's why I don't think Timothy Dalton's like went over well because everybody had already convinced themselves it should have been Pierce Brosnan. Uh, and I don't think Dalton was a bad Bond. I don't think so either. Much. I don't think he was that bad. I mean, there were bad '80s action movies, but okay. what's the one? That I tweeted one out where there's a car that does like a corkscrew through the air, and there's a fucking slide whistle. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that well, is, sounds like a Roger cheesy. Moore one. It it is a Roger Moore one, but. That's yeah, just that's bad. ridiculous. Yeah, because I first watched you on Twitter. I said when Bond drops the slide whistle, he also drops the panties. Yeah, yeah. that might be true. Yeah. But when I saw that, I was just like, "Oh hell no!" Yeah, quizzical look yeah, on like Bond's face. Seventies though, they just found the slide whistle. They just found the slide. They had that before that because it was in cartoons in like the forties. When where where where, where wait hold on. Slow, hold on, rewind here. Slide whistle in James Bond, what? Yeah, stand by. I don't know if we can do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. See if you can try sharing your screen. I don't know if they'll be able to see oh, it. Yeah. They won't I mean, be able to see it live, will they? Yeah, yeah dude, what's that, uh, what's that YouTube app all about? Like, I don't like to watch it? YouTube videos in there, but it doesn't carry over when you do the uh, the show itself. Do the audio. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, you can see it, but nobody else can? Yeah, exactly. But you can just... Oh, yeah. So they actually used a but slide you whistle a link in one up on YouTube. Yeah, they did use a slide whistle. I just can't remember. Man, that's ridiculous. Yeah, there was a car was. jumping across like a broken bridge, going ramp to ramp, like, and the car it? did a corkscrew in the air, and they did a slide whistle as the car was flying through the air. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh shit! It was it's the man with the golden gun. Golden I think gun. is when they did it. Was it? I could have been. I think it's Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah, that's what it says yeah, here on Man YouTube. With the Golden Gun. And Man right, with the Golden yeah, Gun. Yeah. Let's see if this works. Like how Austin works. Powers did James Bond ever get? Sounds Post. like this. So where do you think they go from here? Do they keep it fun in 60s now, or do they get all deep like, you know... There's two more chapters in the book that Quantum came from, really? and they've only got and they've got Daniel Craig on contract for two more movies, so that would be yeah, a nice fit right there. Yeah, I think it'd be nice if they did kind of like head a little bit to to more towards like the '60s almost slapstick Bond stuff, just to get a little bit away from the darkness. Like it doesn't have to be completely '60s '70s slapstick, but just make it a little more lighthearted. Because, I mean, they've shown, like, the growth of Bond and him going from basically almost a normal guy to now, like, the badass super agent. And it'd be nice to not see him just get the living shit kicked out of him in a film. But, see, the problem is it's still the big popular thing is to make your movie be really dark. Yeah, exactly. And they, I think they need to get away from that because, I mean, that's what is probably about to cost DC some money with their fucking emo Superman. Yeah. No, hold on now. Cost money to light <laughs> shit up. Hold on. So... There's this cost work? money to put that much shit in shadow and still make it show up on film. <laughs> just because something's sure. made to <laughs> look, sure. just because something's made to look more real, sometimes makes it dark, but doesn't doesn't necessarily mean it's trying to be dark. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I don't think I don't think the Superman movie is going to be quite as dark as we think. I, I was reading some not. stuff that uh, Zack Snyder was talking. He was addressing the subject because it came up a lot. And uh, he's like, look, when, you know, you see the trailer, and yeah, it's more real colors, it's more real tones, it's not a comic book, yeah. so it's going to seem darker, yeah. but, you know, we're not, it's not a dark story, we know it's Superman, you know, he's, yeah. this is a big deal, we're not doing Batman again, we're doing Superman. Even the Batman in Bane fight, like, was outside during the day, 
Yeah, you know, but I mean, Gotham's like a gray city, you know what I mean? Like, in general, either way. It's supposed to be. I I want to see, they haven't shown any shots, I want to see that darker Superman suit flying across a gleaming steel and gold metropolis. Oh, that would be awesome image. Show me the bright city. Yeah. Yeah. But I like then, the part then, where the that's like my only worry is just that there's going to be too much darkness in it visually, and that's going to make it not feel like Superman. Well, I think I a lot of people you. are worried about that because of Nolan's involvement in it, because he had dark down to a T in the Dark Knight in the Batman movies. True, but I mean, mm-hmm. he made Inception. It wasn't dark, and it was awesome. That's true. It's not like he has to go dark. I, I don't think he's going to. I think Nolan likes to defy the stereotypes that people have on him, and it, I think that's true. part of what makes him a good filmmaker. He made a realistic Batman. Who the yeah, fuck would have thought that would have ever worked? Exactly. Well, yeah. That's the thing about what we saw in the trailer for for Man of Steel. Think about it. He's in Alaska. It's white. It's your cold. You know, it's... But I also think about where the kid's running through and the light's gleaming and, the, you know, there's bright light and he's running around with a red cape on. You know, I don't think it's going to be necessarily too dark. And uh, Henry Cavill actually was uh, second... To Daniel Craig for James Bond. I've heard oh, something really? like that. Yeah, yeah. It was but, down to it was down to Henry Cavill and uh, Daniel Craig, and they went with Daniel Craig. I think that was a good pick. I mean, Cavill probably would have been good too, but yeah, it's but hard Craig's to argue excellent. with how good Daniel Craig's done with the role. Oh yeah, no, he, Daniel Craig's been amazing. Yeah, I, I can see it though. I mean, Superman, you know, he's got the jawline. Henry's got the jawline. Yeah. He could definitely pull off, slap him in a three-piece suit, and hand him a mini gun. He'd be Bond. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I wanted to touch on one of my favorite Bond things ever was that they kind of <laughs> <laughs> that they kind of went with again in this one. They're the same idea with uh, Silva and stuff. Was when Sean Bean was 006 in yeah. Goldeneye. Other spies turning, yeah. Yeah, I like. I, I remember seeing that and being like, 006, this is fucking cool." I mean, there's only been a few of them where they've even mentioned the other double O's. Yeah. And you got to figure there's at least six more of them, bare minimum. <laughs> well, it's crazy in this one when uh, when they reveal the spies and then they just start getting taken out and shot by the that, groups that they've infiltrated and shit. That reminded me so much of Mission Impossible 1, movie-wise, yeah. with their knock list there. I was like, oh, this yeah, is the, the James Bond version of the knock list. So right. are those other spies double O's? I don't think it was ever said. Maybe the, I think that might be what they want you to think. But they said there were hundreds of names on that list. Yeah, because it was the it was the name of spies that weren't just Brits. It was like the UN, the NATO nation spies or whatever. So okay. yeah, because they were saying yeah, it was all the United Nations. It was the list that Britain wasn't supposed to have of yeah. all the undercover spies. Because I think I've heard them say in the past that like they've called it like the Double O program. I think they might have said something like that in this movie too. And when they're talking about the double O program or the double O's, that makes you think maybe there's only nine of them. You know what I mean? Or it could go up to a hundred. There's three digits. You know? So who knows? Like <laughs> people talking about twenty twelve, double O twelve. Just gets confusing. Just Have you heard a, about uh, Idris Alba? They're talking about maybe for the next one when Craig's done. I think that'd be interesting. That'd be cool. I'll you put Idris Elba in anything, I'll watch it. Fucking uh, guaranteed. Yeah. Fire, Luther, Thor. The dude's amazing. Yeah, he's Freaking, damn good. Um, oh, what was the other one? The other uh, superhero movie he did, The Losers. He was mm-hmm. awesome as Rock and The Losers. Yeah, he, he was really good that. in that. 
he played that like he had just read the comic and then went and did the movie. Yeah, it it went well. Totally went well. <clears throat> yeah, but what do you guys think of some of the camera work in this movie? Like, especially one of my favorite moments was that uh the the brawl in China on the skyscraper. Yeah, where they fight cool. in shadow the entire time, so you have no idea who's winning. And you've got like these billboards moving in the background; they're lighting everything up except the guys themselves. I thought it was a really cool moment. That looks super cool. And then afterwards, when she sees only Bond like lying yeah. in the shadow there, so she kind of figures he's shot or whatever. One of my favorite moments in that one is the fact they're fighting, and all of a sudden you see a guy go over the edge. But because of the way the camera works, and you have no clue whether it's Bond. And since Bond has been getting his ass handed to him all movie, you're like, did he just get tossed out a window? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was yeah. awesome. It reminded me of the old Chuck Norris flick. I can't remember what movie it was that he's fighting like uh, in like downtown Hong Kong and it's up on a skyscraper and in front of a giant Coke sign. So oh, all you yeah. can see is the black silhouettes of the two guys like doing jump roundhouse kicks to each other's head and stuff. It was That's a great badass. fight scene. You can't tell who's who. It just looked really cool. And that was the same thing I was thinking. Like He got this whole neon like squid or whatever it was is the backdrop and then just glass and black silhouettes of those two guys beating the crap out of each other. It was amazing. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it looked cool artistically and they kept the brutality that has become Daniel Craig's James Bond because they were just kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah. His yeah. fights aren't pretty. No, I, I love the whole uh, train chase too. Yeah. Uh, the camera work through the tunnel there when they had to keep ducking down. And that other guy who they had him fighting, who was like almost like his equal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was yeah, badass back and forth for sure. Well, and the then the whole chase was my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, when he leaps off the crane thing off yeah. the fucking front end loader and he yeah, jumps off just awesome. his fucking suit when he lands. They always so do badass. these. There's always those badass chase scenes in Bond. So you're always waiting. Oh, when, when's the chase scene coming up? And the fact that they started with it in the past three Bond movies, yep. I was like, hell yeah! And he oh, just for anybody want to know, the Chuck Norris movie is Forced Vengeance. Nice, I know that one. 1982. I was going to say, it sounds like an 80s movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting in front of a giant Coke sign, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the fight at the end on the Skyfall Ranch, when the whole thing's like blazing and on fire, and all you have is this orange halo behind everyone as they're talking. I thought that was really cool looking, too. The way yeah, the, the, fire the shots the there, setting everything up. Yeah, using, we don't have a light source. We have a giant freaking bonfire as our light source. Yeah, it was that awesome. That was awesome. I love, the, I love the camera work in here. and it, it sounds strange to say for a Bond movie, but some of the camera work was just beautiful. Yeah. Hey, uh, who is uh, DOP on that, I wonder? I don't know. I, I guess from what I've been reading. <laughs> and what else... <laughs> What else has Sam Mendes done? I know I'm going to know what he's done. He's uh, Let's see. Sam Mendes directed, known for American Beauty, Road to Perdition, Revolutionary Road. Those are sick movies. Executive producer on The Kite Runner. Yeah, see, all sick movies. Producer on Things We Lost in the Fire. Yeah, all really, really powerful, strong films. It's not surprising this movie looks so good. Oh, he also directed Jarhead. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, too. really? That was a good flick. Yeah. Are we still, uh, this movie was just—it was a fun <laughs> flick, and like I said, having no ties to Bond, I take the whole Bond aspect out, and I was entertained the whole time. And you yeah. see, I think that's part of what they're going for—is trying to make a movie that would appeal to everyone, not just guys like, "Oh, I want to go see a Bond movie." And I think from that perspective, it was pretty successful. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, especially I mean if someone like Josh that doesn't has like basically never seen almost any Bond films and he just likes it as an action film, I think it was definitely successful. Right, and I, I think their hope is to try and get people to come back and watch some of the earlier Bond movies by doing that. Kind of breathe some life into the old 
movies. Yeah, it wasn't a deep movie. Like, it wasn't all emotional like the last two have been, but it was intricate. There was a lot of information. So, how did they yeah, how did they use uh, the uh the girl in the movie? Because I like honestly tuned out for five minutes and like looked at my phone. She really had no part really other than to bring him to the island to meet Javier Bardem's character. Yeah, what was she? Like that's actually one part I didn't really get. Who was that broad? What was going on there? That was someone he had like she had set up the hit per his instructions, but she was someone that was part of the sex trade that he bought and actually owned her. And I'm assuming she just ran the casino for him. Okay. And then she was uh, romantically attached to him at one point, too, before Bond swooped in and slept with her like yeah, he normally he does. Was, yeah. he, was, he was a bad, bad guy, man. So here's what I don't he get. Sucked. He collected the chip <laughs> who the hitman had in his case, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was so like he... payment for the job well done. Right, so did Bardem know then that Bond would probably kill the guy because he knew Bond was coming? Well, I figure he probably saw Bond in the casino or got word that Bond was in the casino. I mean, because he's a Wasn't former... it the girl's job, though? Like, whoever brings you the this chip, you know, bring them to me? I think it might be partly that, and I think she was bringing him to I, I Silva because she wanted Bond to kill him, because she asked if he'd kill him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that was her get-out-of-jail card, basically, is if Silva's gone, she's free. So she was hoping that even though Bond wasn't the assassin that did it, that Bond would come and kill Silva. Yeah, it got a little technical in that part. Because all of a sudden I was like, who's this broad? Who's the guy who got shot in the apartment with her and stuff? Who got uh, chomped by the Komodo? It was one of the goons, I think. Yeah, it was one of the goons that was there that was supposed to kill him. Dude, I almost stood up in the theater and screamed Godzilla. I had I had a little bit too much of a brownie. <laughs> when that happened in theater, I think everyone in my theater went, "Ooh!" As soon as the Komodo came and chomped down on him. Like, wouldn't you guys have would have liked to have seen more of what the bad guy was doing though? Like, because he really didn't. They really didn't show much other than videos to. Um, That's what I thought was cool, that you don't see much. Like, he was doing all this, and they couldn't figure out who the fuck he was. It, it takes you kind of back, again, back to the old Bonds, where but the, they, the, the they, but they the and orchestrates, and you don't yeah, know much about it. Yeah, it's an off-screen villain. They, yeah. but, but they did give you a lot of uh, the dude below M. Like, you know what I mean? The guy that was, like, tracking it back to the... Uh, to, like, M's computer and shit like yeah, that. Him oh, yeah, him and Q, they're the ones getting all screwed. Yeah, because they can't figure out where it's coming from, so you got to kind of show it from their point of view, right? Yeah, it was a lot more back so. and forth between the secondary characters. But, yeah, I liked it. It was, like an off, it was an off-screen villain. Well, yeah, and it took a while for Bardem to show up. When he finally did, the whole chase scene, like, right up to the end there, when he's, like, you know, being the cop and everything, and... When he drops like, the that And then Ray Fiennes takes the bullet, and you're like, yeah, you're actually cool, you... You took a bullet for him. Was this done yeah. in 3D? Because that fucking the the subway scene in that was fucking insane, man. Subway scene. You know where well, I know it's showing at the IMAX. Where he blows up the, and, yeah, I know they were playing at IMAX. You know where he blows up the uh, the roof in the subway or below the subway. Yeah, yeah. And then the subway the ceiling comes below through. the subway. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty was that for me? Crazy. No, this is. And then the freaking train <laughs> drops through. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't in 3D. It was only a 2D Radio. movie. But they did use the IMAX cameras to do IMAX stuff. Nice. Okay. See, I was much more, I mean, that scene was cool, but I was much more impressed, honestly, with Javier Bardem's actual introduction. When that 
elevator door opens up and he does like a seven minute monologue as he's walking towards James. Yeah. That I think so old is school. creepier than the entire character he played in No Country for Old Men. And he was creepy as fuck in that. <laughs> but just his little monologue in this, like totally set his character just it made him so damn creepy. How about when he took his teeth out? That creeped me yeah, right that the was fuck crazy. out. That, that was crazy. Good. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was that, that CGI or pure makeup? Because it looks like, like, because he like when he took the teeth out, it's like he lost all the structure to his face. Yeah, like dude, his yeah, eyes yeah. sank. Or like, yeah, yeah they CGI would like his cheekbone dropping away, and I think yeah, they yeah. false teeth over his teeth to make <laughs> yeah. it look like they weren't oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was uh, na- nauseatingly well yeah. done. Yeah, I, I yeah, oh, dude, I, I love that moment. Yeah, very like, very like hex. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Little hex, little trauma. That's pretty good. <laughs> so, Money Penny's black now. And she's already. Do we know that actress? Do we know that actress from? Yeah, anywhere? she was in um, the last Pirates of the Caribbean movie. She was the the voodoo queen or whatever. Oh, yeah. okay. Let's see, Eve, Naomi Harris. Yeah, she's cute. Because she's uh, twenty eight days later. Yeah, it's Pirates it. of yes. the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, and Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Yeah, she's the chick from Twenty Eight Days Later. She's in both those pirates movies. She was in the the last two. Well, not she was in the middle yeah. two of them, I guess. Dead Man's Chest and At World's End. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because at the end they go to her and they're like, "Bring Jack back." Okay, yeah, Taya, Dol- Taya Dolma. Yeah, 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 that's it. And yeah, Twenty Eight Days Later, she was Selena. That's, that's awesome. awesome movie. I knew I knew her somewhere. Yep. Um, there wasn't a huge cast because there was no like real like he kind of flirts with Money Penny. You see him in bed with a whore drinking a Heineken, but yep. then there, there's no real love interest in this one. This one's more like his love interest was M. It's all about him trying to save yeah. M in this one. It's M and that girl from the casino. But she didn't even last too long. No. Well, see, I think that was the whole point of Casino Royale was he actually had a love interest. And then that went wrong, and that was the start of James Bond becoming a womanizer. Dude, they and went no back one to can never trust any women. That's what broke him. Yeah. So they're telling us James Bond is Scottish. Yeah. 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 Is that in the books or something? Well, he was um, played by Mr. Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's they do do flashbacks in uh in the books to like. His parents, but they're—I'm pretty sure they're dead. Really? But they still mention them. Yeah, like Vaughn doesn't have like a past. Yeah, yeah they, they mentioned Skyfall Ranch at one point in the books, I think, too, or wherever it was. Did they really? Really? I think so. That's what I'd heard. I don't know that for a fact. As I heard that on another podcast, I can't remember which one now. So uh, nice. I heard a crazy uh, story. There's one story where James Bond. And one of the books has to like swim out to like a submarine or a boat and like plant yeah, yeah. a device or something. Okay. Now Ian Fleming, for a while, was training to be uh, was training with like the British Navy and stuff. Okay. And he came over to here. He came to Ontario on like a training mission, like soldier exchange, like type stuff. Like our soldier soldiers were training them on some stuff or something. And one of the activities they had to do was swim out to, like, some boat on Lake Ontario 
plant like a device and swim back. And hmm. him having to do this exercise on Lake Ontario is what inspired this scene in this book. Interesting. So yeah, that's just that's our one little tiny bit of because Bond gets ripped-ish. Like, do do they show that in the movies? Like Bond's feet getting ripped to shreds and shit like that. I don't think they do. Because there's a there's a few books where he's in Jamaica and he goes like swimming out past like the coral and shit like that, and he gets caught and his feet just get like ripped to shreds and shit like that. Really? Yeah, it's pretty sick. That's where I thought you were gonna go with that. But seriously, like he was in like Lake Ontario. Yeah, Ian Fleming. He was here for a bit nice. when he was training with the British Navy. That's and probably what inspired that. There's what that one Bond movie where it's like all underwater fights. I bet that inspired that. There's been a few Bond movies. Even one of the Pierce ones had a big underwater thing, didn't it? Yeah, they use they like to, they yeah. like to use water fights in Bond because it always it always looks good and you can light it really well. Like, but Bond landscape, there's nothing like it, man. Like that, yeah. uh, his death, like his first death. His first in the, death. Yeah, like where you got uh, yeah, where, shot off the like train. Where Money Penny snipers him. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, that, that was a was, hell of a fall. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that was, was crazy, crazy, eh? Amazing. Right into water. Yeah, surviving <laughs> that shit. And he's like, yeah, I'll just stay dead for a while. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way you can get a vacation when you're James Bond. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You gotta be dead. Uh, you could have called. <laughs> So did anybody have any idea that, like, I heard that M might die in this, but I didn't, I had no idea Ray Fiennes was in it until I saw his name in the credits at the beginning. Yeah. I was like, really, I Ray Fiennes either. in this? Yeah, I, yeah, didn't I hadn't looked up anything. All I'd seen was the preview, so yeah, I had no clue, no rumors, no nothing. Pretty good secret they kept on that one, eh, that, that he'd was, be yeah, the new M? Because I had heard rumors about her dying, but... That's yeah, I knew good. it was about M, that was about as much as I knew. He's excellent in that role. I just I thought he was great. Yeah, I liked it. I think it's going to be very interesting what they do with him in the next Bond movie. I can't believe there's two, man. I'm stoked for that now. That's what yeah. this one did for me, too, because it was such like a Empire Strikes Back lull kind of movie, you know what I mean? But it was like, it was probably one of the best, but it, not much, like, really... Oh my gosh, uh, this is so completely off topic for a minute. Forgive me, but this just came out today. Star Wars scriptwriters yes. for episodes eight and nine. Lawrence Kasdan is returning. He wrote Empire and Jedi. I know. I'm so happy to hear this one. Oh my god, nice. it's crazy! It's crazy! It's absolutely just nuts, crazy balls, crazy. That's pretty awesome. It's yeah. making me have faith. There, so far, everything's going the right way. So far, but I mean, it's still very light stuff that's going on. But I've heard a lot more talk about a Zon trilogy, but a modified. This is what I'm starting to hear. It's kind of like a Walking Dead idea. Like they're gonna do the Zon trilogy, but maybe switch it up a bit. Like it's later on. Like they're even older than they were when it happened. I could live with that. I guess they got it. Yeah, there's a few little things they might kind of have to tweak to make stuff work. You bastards are gonna make me read them books, ain't you? Oh, they're so good. I, I've read the last one, dude. The last one's pretty good. I have no idea what happens in the first two. Like, hey, I, if it so makes the you context feel- going in, I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. There's a guy that has a fucking. Uh, uh, <laughs> and it was still good. Yeah. His neck. Hey, Dark Horse. Pu- yeah. Dark Horse published a hardcover collecting all of the comic versions of the Zon trilogy. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, it's there's a lot of Star Wars graphic present. novels. Yeah. Man, he fights a Luke fights a a Luke another Luke made of the the cloned hand that was in Empire. 
Yeah, that carries his lightsaber. Yeah, and his name is Luke with two U's. Yeah, yeah. There's been that's what they do with clones. There's a few clones that have been made of different people, and they'll just add like an extra letter to their name. Nice. Like there's Joras both this Jedi, and then there's this Joras both with but like two S's on Joras. I think it's two U's in there and shit. Yeah, something like that. And he goes like fuck space. He goes crazy here. Yeah, see that like again having no context, but that third book is really good. Yeah, that's what actually brought Star Wars back. I mean, because after the movies, after Empire came out, there was just kind of a lull, and then Zahn wrote that book in, what, like, 93, 94? And then that sparked the expanded universe and started all those other books they've written in the years since. See, I think that uh, Darksaber would also be... There's so many good books they could go on. That would be an interesting one. It's not even funny. Don't do Children of the Jedi, because that's terrible. No, but there's some. Jedi. I want to see Dark Empire. There's Ooh, some young yeah. Jedi. That's some the young only Jedi one I've read, but I love it. Here's how they can do a lot of these things: is they own Pixar, Disney. Start doing using Pixar and animation to do some of these well, other things. Well, you hear what she said. She wants yeah. to get to a cycle of two or three, two, three Star three Wars a year. Yeah. So but, even if they get up to the point where they're doing one a year, they can do a yeah a Pixar of every one yeah. of those stories. You know what? Here's my prediction. You fucking ready for this? Between Skywalker Sound and fucking THX and every other goddamn thing, they are going to start building, like, Marvel... Well, Disney will probably start building their own movie theaters, and they'll have, like, a Star Wars movie theater where every screen is just, like, a different fucking Star (laughs) Wars movie. Yeah. And they'll have, like, a Marvel theater where every fucking movie... Every screen's just a different Marvel yeah, like movie, a new DC and old. Marvel like theme theaters. I bet you something like this starts to kind of creep its way into reality. I bet you'll start to see decade. something like that at their theme parks to start with. Mm-hmm. But uh, Star Wars theme cool. park. Period. How is there not an entirely Star Wars theme park? Because Lucas didn't Harry do Potter it. Land. No, well, he licensed it out to Disney to do the Star Tours stuff, which was their tie into that. Which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, haven't done it. Was like it, our, it was like our start. Like what was our thing called at a uh, Mars tour? Mars at CN Tower. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was like a Mars tour type thing. It wasn't Star Tours. Uh, no, it was Mars. It was I think you went to Mars or it was called. Oh, fuck. Yeah. They put on some wacky shit there once in a while. Though. Yeah. Yeah, we had like the same thing as like Star Wars, but underneath the CN Tower. Dude, have they ever made James Bond comic books? Yep, I've got a couple. You have really, dude, man. Is it based? Our friends used to call me Sean 007. Yes, they did. <laughs> yes. Well, see, that's something I think it'd be really cool to see them do now is do some some comic tie-ins to the current Daniel Craig movies. Yeah, for sure. Maybe tell yeah. some of the stories between this movie and the next one to establish that new working relationship with the new M. Yeah, totally. That'd be fun to see in a movie too, but uh, oh my! The smaller publishers get it and be able to do it. What's Anthony losing it about there? That's what they need: Ed Brubaker Bond graphic novels. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! (laughs) He just had an epiphany. Dude, he could break the comic world if they actually got him licensed to actually do graphic novels. Fiona Staples doing James Bond. Oh, no, I'm talking Brubaker's the writer. And Fiona Staples doing yeah, James Fiona Bond. Fiona could definitely draw it. That would <laughs> be cool. 
Rick and I, yeah. Brubaker's worked with a ton of really great artists, but yeah, all his whole like all of his uh, noir like detective books are always just amazing. If he took yeah. that and just cranked it up a notch and threw in a little spy espionage shit, yeah. those books would be fun as hell. And Fiona does a lot of stuff, so I mean, she, if you paid her enough to move <laughs> to a James Bond title or take a James Bond title on, I'd be a happy customer on a Wednesday morning. I think oh, it just. I, it I would depends. love it. I just think they'd have trouble getting her off a of saga right now because that book yeah. is so freaking good. Dude, look at her. Look, she puts out way more than just saga right now, no? I don't know. I mean, that's the only book of hers that I follow, so I don't know what else she's doing. I think in the last couple of days I read she puts out a lot more than that. Could, could be, be wrong. That could be wrong. I think it would really depend on which publisher there you got the rights to it. That's the sound I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Chris? I think it really depends on the publisher as to who they could bring on to do it. I mean, if if you get one of the smaller third-party companies out there, they probably can't afford to bring Ed Brubaker in versus, let's say, you got, like, Dark Horse to do it or maybe even IDW. They could probably afford to have some of the bigger-name Kalmic folks out there. I think... Um, I'm trying to think of my actual comic now. I think it's a Dark Horse comic, actually. Okay, that'd be cool. That yeah. So whether they whether or not they still have it, who knows? Because I mean, Dark like, I, needs... ID, IDW is around now, and they seem to have a ton of the licensing. Yeah, comics. Yeah, it's so, what they do, right? Well, see, Dark Horse really needs something before. Um, but Dark before Horse still the rights to Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, because you yeah. know that Marvel's going to bring that. Not Marvel. Disney's going to bring that in house and toss it to Marvel eventually. Yeah. Do you think eventually. Disney's going to just suck all that stuff in? Probably. It's what they've done with everything else. I mean. The, the Universal, the Marvel ride at Universal is going to be closed as soon as that deal is done and brought over to Disney and things like that. They yeah, did they'll, it with, they'll uh, wait for all the contracts to lapse and then they'll take everything in-house. They did it with all the, they were doing like the Darkwing Duck and DuckTales books through IDW and as soon as those contracts lapsed, they pulled them in, gave them to Marvel. Marvel said, well, we don't want these. So they're just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, now I have like ads for Opus and stuff like that in the back of like a really good comic book that I don't want to see like that Silly looking character in. Well, we're bringing ourselves way off topic going into comic books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So it's the Skyfall Star Wars episode. What the fuck? Everything's yeah. a Star Wars episode right now with all that shit. shit. I was talking about Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, huh? Yes, we were, actually. Yes, we were. You know what? I've actually I've always thought that Pierce Brosnan would make an awesome Jedi Master. Hell yes. Hell yeah. He like know. a Koran horn type or something sort of thing, you know? I could see him with kind of a bushy beard. Like, in the, you know, remember in the one Bond movie when he gets traded for the South Korea, the North Korean guy? Mm-hmm. And he's all, like, bearded yes. and shaggy and stuff. Looked just like that, but with, like, samurai-type Jedi robes. You know what I mean? I think he'd look badass. I think, slap look, him in some, I think that uh, scene was almost game-breaker for the Bond, man. I think that scene was almost game breaker for Bond. Was what? That exchange. Why? Just the way he looked in that scene. You didn't like you never, it? I don't think you ever really seen like just that, like that in a. They never like did that scene before. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I don't. Because that started off. Did that not start off like Pierce Brosnan's like James Bond? Yeah. Is that not his like first scene? As, no, as that's a Bond? no. No, no that he's was, done a couple no. before that one. Yeah, that really? was the second or third. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How many did he do in total? Three, four? Because it was a bunch that I didn't see, but I bet you it's because I put it in my head that I had to watch all the James Bond before watching those James Bonds. 
Yeah. I think he did four. Do stupid shit like that. So Craig will have done more than him when he's done. Yeah, he'll have done more than just yeah. about anyone but Roger Moore, I think. Really? Connery only did five? I think five, yeah. Yeah, I think he only did five. Is that in- That's including Never Say Never? Well, that would... I can't believe they got him there. back for that. They paid you know, him a boatload of money, if I remember right. We were... Uh, the whole world was automatic. See, there was Star Wars. Everybody was like... Uh, Harrison Ford will never do it, blah, blah, blah. I heard Carrie Fisher was going to come back. Lando, so far, is the closest to actually confirmed, because Mike Mart actually said, I want Lando in my script. Does anyone know why? (laughs) He's a big Lando fan. Does anyone know why they didn't go with Casino Royale first? Oh, the original I think. They said it was too short, and then someone made a parody film of it in 67, so they didn't want to talk about it. Peter Sellers did the original Casino Royale, yeah. Well, yeah, the, well, there was actually the first one that was a TV show, like a TV mini-drama that yes. starred Jimmy Bond, and because of that, the TV rights really? interfered with the movie. Oh, okay. And then they did the knockoff that made fun of it, and then that also uh, messed up the rights, so it was they couldn't figure out a way to get the rights set to do an actual feature film, which is why they skipped Casino Royale. Yeah, because His Majesty's Secret so Service made, with George made... Lazenby, that was an actual book, right? Wasn't it? Say that again. George Lazenby played Bond in His Majesty's Secret Service, or Her Majesty's Secret Service. Okay. Was that a book? It says it's based on Her Majesty's Secret Service. That's a book. Okay. Okay. Were any of Pierce Brosnan's based on books? How many many movies weren't based on books? I think quite a few. Or even named off books, yeah. There must be tons, because like I don't think any of Pierce Brosnan's were based on a book. I don't think so either. I don't think any they, of the. Were they, were they, I don't think Living them? Daylights or the other one. What was the other one called? License, License to, to Kill. Kill. License, License to Kill. License to Kill may have. Been I don't a think book. either. You think it was a book? Yeah. Really? Or is that just mentioned in the books enough that he's licensed to kill that you think it might? Wikipedia have been? doesn't say it's based off of a book, but okay. Okay. Sounds pretty. It's pretty just pop culture enough. <laughs> yeah. Because what? There's 23. This is the 23rd that just came out, or the 20th? 24th, I think. 24th. 24th. Are you kidding? There's that many Bond yeah. movies. 50 years yeah. of Bond. This is number 24. So roughly every two years, they're putting a Bond movie out. Yeah, because when uh Pierce Brosnan says something about his watch to Jinx, and she says, "Oh, you got a new watch," and he's like, "Yeah, it's my 20th one." Yep. And that was the 20th Bond film. Oh, that's cute. That's one of the first things I noticed in this one. There's, right at the beginning, you know how you see him and then he walks in the office and he's pointing the gun? His big shiny-ass Omega fucking watch. Yeah. <laughs> on his wrist. Oh, that's pretty cool, man. I know. This was just a fun one, I thought. It was a blast. You didn't, you didn't think the bad guy was just like a bad Nicolas Cage doing a Julian Assange impression? <laughs> no, because Cage would have been screaming the whole time, and that's, that's why Javier Bardem is going to get nominated for Oscars. And Cage I said a, he would I have said been a bad Cage. Up worse. I said a bad Cage impression. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, True. that's great. I'm more of a treasure protector. Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> feels like that. I'm uh, that assassination uh, with the uh, shot of whiskey was pretty dope. What? 
when he uh, put the uh, William Tell shot on top of the chick's yeah. head when she oh, was like yeah. she, when she was like chained yeah. that busted statue on and the island and just shot her in the face. Yeah, well, he said yeah. first like, yeah. whoever knocked it off would win, and so he just shot her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he was pretty nasty. He was pretty fucking. That's why I'm kind of wishing they went more with it. What you think? Yeah. They went pretty fucking deep with it, man. I think that's why I don't she like him. She had traded him that's why six of their I don't like him, because I want him to be more. Well, I didn't think she was going to live whatsoever, I but like I was like, guys. oh, shit, they just killed her. No. Like, do I just yeah. like bad guys? Um, It'd be cool if they, like, recast Jaws. I would like to see a new, <laughs> yeah. char- a new like, cybernetic Jawed character. Yeah, awesome. totally. Jaws, Jaws is one of my favorite things about Bond. Because we were kids, cool. so yeah. yeah. He attracted the kids, right? Because he's the big, scary, bigger-than-life bad guy. Which the movie were they team? in uh, Harlem? 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 What? Yeah, it's like know. the voodoo movie. Oh, yeah. James Bond in Harlem? Yeah, yeah. Voodoo. 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 <laughs> A View to Kill, wasn't that it? A View to a Kill? Uh, I don't want to say. Because that was Grace Jones, right? Yeah, it was A View to a Kill Yeah. in 85. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Duran Duran? Awesome. Yeah, I just pulled it up on Wikipedia. Yeah, nice. Nice. View to a kill. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Bond has had some amazing songs over the years. Yeah. Live and Let Die, man. Live, Live and Let, and let Die. Was a good die. Yeah. Mm. Even this new one was good. The Skyfall oh. is a Dell one, all 60 sounding and shit. Yeah, what's the fucking... Oh, shit, they made it a fucking techno song. Madonna did one, didn't she? Die she another day. Die yeah. another day. I guess I die another day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. That was terrible. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. But that was terrible. <laughs> Who wrote the Bond theme? Can we get that Google? Has Amy Winehouse been dead long enough that it was the last movie that she should have done the song for? Or was it this one that she should have done the song for? I don't think no. this one. Or was it just she was so fucked up for the last one that she missed the last one? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> and now she's dead. Because who did the last one? Sorry, Amy, but it's true. Wasn't there a uh, Bono <laughs> one there? There was a Bono know. and the Edge one, I think. I think they did one. Or maybe just the Edge. I think just the Edge That sounds more of a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible Oh, yeah, you could be right there, too. Someone. But I wonder who wrote it originally. It wasn't Henry Mancini, was it? <laughs> I don't know. Monty Norman has been credited with writing the James Bond theme. There you go. And has received royalties since 1962. It's been used ever since Dr. No. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Right and the, the, tune was, the tune was arranged by John Barry. Yeah, I think it was Quantum of Solace was supposed to be Amy Winehouse, and she was too messed up, so that went to Jack White and Alicia Keys for that one. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was Alicia Keys on that one? <laughs> yeah, that's what it says on here. It was Jack White yeah. and Alicia Keys from Quantum of Solace. Yeah, yeah, yeah they totally right. hosted right. yeah. I need to watch that one again. I only saw it once, and I just, I, I don't really think I liked it that much, and I don't seem, I don't think I was really paying attention. Yeah, I didn't like it that much either. I, I thought it was alright. He was, was on. He was on a quest for revenge. This one, I like revenge. Chris, you said this I'll was be, an actual reboot. I'm sorry. The, the Quantum of Solace this... and uh, the other one, 
whatever yeah. it's called, Casino Royale. I'll be interested to see these two just because... Casino Royale is really good. It's really yeah. yeah. I think they tried to treat these, the Craig movies, more of a soft reboot to try and get away from the campy Bond to be the more badass Bond. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You think it goes so far as campy? Like, I don't mean campy, but... Um... Bond just yeah, gets can't. dated so quickly. The problem with Bond is it's been going for so long, it's easy to get dated See, quickly. the way I, I look at Bond... Even watching Pierce Brosnan now feels dated. You yeah. watch Goldeneye, it's a good movie, but yeah, feels like a 90s movie, you know? Yeah. Like, that part was... of the problem is advances in tech. Yeah, yeah. tech's moving a lot faster yeah. now. It's, it makes for so much of a better movie than it does for a series of novels. And they're being given to better directors. The director means something more now. It wasn't as big a deal who directed them back then. They were just like, yeah, here's a big, here's a big blockbuster, big budget Bond movie. It's not like and all that, that mattered anymore. was who yeah. was Bond and who was the Bond girl. Nobody yeah. else about anything else. You know, I actually credited a lot with the Harry Potter series for making it really matter. You know who the director of a movie like that would be because they had a big franchise. Yeah, because you got to make seven movies kind of fit together with all these different directors, and it's very important to have these looks and styles and that fit those individual stories yet are congruent to the rest of them. It matters a lot more. They like I couldn't tell you who directed any of the uh, Pierce Brosnan ones, right? No. You know who did these ones? Martin Campbell (laughs) did Goldeneye, I think, and then he also did Casino Royale. Really? Yeah, I think they did. I think I think that's what it was. That's weird. He directed two different Bonds. Yeah, he directed two different Bonds. Oh. Assuming I'm right. Why do you think that's weird? That sounds pretty. That he'd do Gold Goldeneye yeah. just doesn't that seem like the same kind of happened. movie as Casino Royale, unless the guy just uh, Goldeneye director Martin Campbell. Wow, he just progressed a lot over the years. He talk about going from one style to a crazy another style, you know. Oh, yeah, but, you know, we can't really hold him in too high of regard. He directed Green Lantern. That was a script failure more than anything. That's true, too. They just basically Uh, raped the comic books. I think it was an effect problem, too, yeah. It was a major effect effect problem. problem. It was a director problem. It was a script problem. It was just a problem. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds should have never been Hal Jordan. He should have been Wally West. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. That's fine, but he should have been Kyle Rayner. Is it, he acted like Kyle yeah, Rayner in the that. movie. You gotta have Hal Jordan. You gotta have Hal for the movie. Was yeah. the uh, was the girl from X Men that played I think Jean Grey? Yeah. She was, was, she in, was she in Bond? Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye. she was uh, on a top. Zinia Crash. Who was Vesper in uh, the last Goldeneye? Ava not, last Goldeneye, not last. Not it was Ava Green. Yeah. What she, like, she, should have, she should have been in a. She should have been in a lot more of these bonds. Like I'm kind of upset that she wasn't that they didn't carry her character along because now there's going to be what five of them. She had. What do you mean five of what? Five like with Daniel Craig. Let's yeah, see. She yeah was well, she was the one shadows. to like spawn his womanizing. That's and shit. Your, she needed to go. That's your source for his drugs. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're going to find. She needed out. to go. Yeah. In the in the books, like that's because he does. I think he does all fucking kinds of crazy drugs in the books. He does drugs. Well, you remember how like, like pain pills and stuff. And, I like think. he, yeah, like, yeah, how he passes off. Oh, the just, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He's he does all the drugs. Vespa, what do you mean? Like, Vesper. Vesper's in the books. Yeah, and more than just one. She doesn't die in the books. Like she ends up dying in the books. Yeah. Okay. 
But you just didn't want her to? <laughs> well, I mean, no, but now you get, like, I mean, you should, like, they should have brought that along more, like. Yeah, she she served her purpose, and now he's just loaned her badass bond. They got Money Penny and Q for that. What else do you need? And I'm sure the Americans might be back. Felix may be back. You never know. Yeah, I think they'll bring Felix back at some point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's a good actor. So was the guy, what's his name, Fred Thompson or whatever, the guy who was the CIA agent for Pierce Brosnan, like the big American, like, political actor guy, you know what I'm talking about? You want to know why I think... Yeah, uh, from Law and Order. You want to know yeah, why... Yeah, yeah. You want to know why I think they should bring Was Fester that him? Back? Was that him in the Bond movies? Uh, let me check. I don't know if I don't he was know. Ever in Why, why the should they bring movies. Vespa back? I forgot now. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Um, he was cool. Uh, the having that American, the way that he was so American, the agent in the in the Pierce Brosnan ones. He's like, just give me a call, I'll send the Navy. So was he Felix Leitner? Lighter, lighter. Uh, you must be thinking of someone else. Frank Thompson's not. He doesn't have any Bond movies listed on his IMDb. Okay, it's a guy seeing. who's it's a guy who's like him then. To play Green Lantern. <laughs> no, but he's... Do you remember he was, like, the Hawaiian shirt-wearing, like, CIA agent? On what? And he takes Bond's car away. I don't remember. He's in all three of them, I think. He's in all the Pierce Brosnan ones. He's the American CIA agent. <laughs> yeah, you got to IMDb that shit. And I'm trying my computer's freaking out. Let's Tell me see. Chrome couldn't find IMDb for a minute. <laughs> did we do we or did we have anyone watching us on um on the tube? I don't see anyone live watching us right now. No, that was pretty damn last minute. Yeah, but I'm sure we'll put it out there so people can see it later and we'll put the audio out. Exactly. Hi. Hi. Yeah, it was kinda of rad have like being able to put like the the video up on the website. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Yeah. You think we should start to wrap up? We've been. I definitely do. It's getting pretty yeah, late out yeah. where we are. Yeah, man. It's almost 11. Yeah, it's almost eleven o'clock. <laughs> it's Good almost time. nine. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's almost nine. But I still gotta go eat dinner. So, so what time does it get dark for you guys? Four thirty. Five. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, five o'clock when I walk out of work. Now the freaking sun's down. Yeah, it's fucking sucks. Eh? It's getting to that time of year where I'll go to work in the dark and come home in the dark. Man, ain't yep. about oh. It's depressing. Yeah, I hate that shit. It's getting cold here too, guys. Yeah, when you notice you don't work by a window. Oh, it's crazy. It's <laughs> All right, uh, Chris, wrap this shit up. Yeah. All right, well, let's wrap it up. Uh, you guys have any closing thoughts real quick on Skyfall? Awesome. It was go awesome. see in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did a theater film. Yeah. Coming That's from the uh, guy who doesn't even like Bond, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I kind of wish I'd uh, seen it in IMAX just to see what they did with the IMAX shots. But yeah, I wasn't driving an hour and a half to an IMAX cool. theater. So that's uh, five out of five years on uh, Great film, Sky more film. hacker shit. More hacker shit? Yeah. Maybe they'll bring that in the future. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're yeah, setting up for it with the guy that got playing Q to do tons of hacker yeah. shit, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. it'll be some more, definitely some more computer shit going on. Sweet. Good times. Sweet. From spoilers to speculation. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we're going to hibernate for the night up here in the Canadas, boys. Well, everyone, thanks for uh, tuning in to this episode of Spoiler Alert Theater. Do I need to read the whole thing out again? <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <laughs> All right, everyone, to, re- to read my script one last time as we go out, thanks for tuning in to this week's Junk Food Podcast Network's All Things Good Nerdy Presents Spoiler Alert Theater, starring the Knights at the Pod Table, and this week not featuring Dame Christie, the Skyfall Session. So, everyone, thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back later to talk spoilers, I'm sure. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.